Hey everybody, welcome to our Friday bonus conversation episode. We've got Pageant Planet owner Stephen Roddy on with us today. Hey Stephen, man, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks Tim for uh, for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, hey, you're a big deal in this world, and uh, I'm so glad that we finally got to connect. Obviously, uh, we we got to connect through your uh, awards that you've been given out over the past month. Uh, by the way, Stephen also has his own weekly podcast called Pageant Planet. If you are still involved in the pageant world, I highly encourage you to go check that out. But, uh, Stephen, I was reading that <laughs> when you were younger, you actually wanted to own a football team. So I'm wondering how you went from that to <laughs> owning Pageant Planet, which has become kind of the, the biggest deal in the pageant world on the web. Okay, so my parents asked me when I was 12 what I wanted to do for a living. And I was like, I want to own the Chicago Bears. And they're like, do you mean play for them? I was like, no, I, I, I want to own them. And so they're like, okay, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm from a very small city in Belpre, Ohio. There's like 7,000 people that live there. So not a much to do. So I guess I chose to dream. And when I was 23, I ended up negotiating my way into buying an arena football team. And at the time, I was the youngest person to own an arena football team. I don't know if that's still the case or not. And for the first game, I'm like, who's the prettiest girl I can get to do the coin toss? And I thought, <laughs> you know, the team was in Georgia. And I thought, maybe I can, I don't know, maybe I can hire Miss Georgia to do the contest. So um, to do the coin toss. So I hired her. She and I started dating. And then that's how I got introduced to the whole world of um, pageantry. So you bought a team. At 23 yeah. years old, what were you doing that allowed you to be able to buy a team at 23 years old? I was waiting tables at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a lucrative Cheesecake Factory job. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. But the gift of gab and just creative financing and um, like I didn't have a pot to pee in or a window to throw it out of is the same. <laughs> and I just I called the guy. So the long story is my friend sold his magazine, the Forbes magazine, and on the cover it said how you can own your own football team. And so he bought it for me and he said, hey, there did get a kick out of this. Because like he's one of three people at the time that knew I had this dream. So I read it and it said you need to have $5 million in assets to even like, buy the team, whatever. And anyways, I was super inspired after reading that and I just said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to just swing for the fence. And if I fail, I'm just going to say, can you even freeze and believe I tried that? And then just laugh it off. I mean, I'm 23. What do I got to lose? So um, four months later, well, no, it was probably about a month later, I found a football team, like the rights to the team that was um, for sale. And it was like two hours away. And it was in Columbus, Georgia, where you know, Miss Georgia is actually held. Um, and so I contacted the owner and I said, I'd like to talk to you about owning your football team, like buying your football team. And he asked me, like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, God, like, should I lie or tell the truth? Lie or tell the truth? Why? And I was just like, I, I wait tables at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> and so he's, yeah, he had the same reaction as you. He laughed at me and he said, well, any server who thinks he can buy my football team, I guess I at least owe him lunch. And I was just like, I, I guess you do. And so I got him, he said if I could raise X amount of money that he would finance the rights to the rest. But then I'd still have to come up with like an additional million dollars for like the players, the helmets, the footballs. And I, I've never ran a football team before. I played high school football, but that's about it. And so anyways, I came up with that money by just doing a cash advance, a very large cash advance on a credit card because I had really good credit. Went down, sold, pre-sold advertising for the team, paid off the cash advance. 
And then over the next four months, raised a million dollars, and I was in business. Wow. Well, you are clearly a big thinker. So it goes from you want to hire a pretty girl to do a coin toss. Uh, you find her attractive. You guys end up start dating. How does that evolve all the way into creating you know, what, what is now kind of the world's greatest website for pageants? I found that owning a football team was great, and it was fulfilled a dream. What I didn't like about it was the fact that I always had to show up to an office. And I didn't like that. <laughs> so I was like, how could I create revenue by never having to leave my home? And so I was watching this girl that I was dating, like, compete. And she went on Miss America and got first runner up and had a lot of success there. And I remember just doing a blog about her. And it really got a lot of traction. I was like, yes, there's a lot of interest. And, like, when I went to see her at the pageant, I was amazed at just how from a personal development standpoint, like you win this crowd and you're surrounded by a team of people whose sole mission is to help you be better from the way that you look to how you conduct interviews to just like networking you in for like professional positions. I'm like, this is Mecca. Like, you know, being a business, you've got to pay thousands of dollars to go to a networking event and in order to just meet people. And in this, you just get a built in in addition to all the organic opportunities it just comes from appearances. So I started asking the girl that I was dating, I'm like, where do you go to find like pageants? Like, or no, I didn't know that there was pageants then, so that wasn't that good. I was like, I just knew that there was Miss America. I was like, where do you go to find coaches? And um, she's like, well, you just kind of ask people. That doesn't, that doesn't sound very efficient. <laughs> like, where do you go? What if you can't afford a coach? Like, these guys are $100 an hour. You know, they're like attorney costs. And she's like, you just, you know, you, you rely on your director. And so anyways, I just decided to create a free blog and I didn't really know anything about the industry. I'm a straight guy. I've never competed. And I mean, from nowhere, Ohio, you know, so it's not like I, I had a lot of fashion sense or makeup savvy, like to my name, you know, so I didn't know any of that. I just thought, you know what, if I give away enough information and get enough traffic to the site, and then I could sell advertising and hopefully replace the income and like not have to leave the house. So my whole goal in this was just like to live in pajama pants. I never thought I'd have to like, you know, travel and judge and MC, which is all great, but I just didn't even know that kind of thing existed. So it wasn't even on the radar, but I was just like, if I can help enough other people succeed and then create this kind of portal where everybody can meet each other and our domain, then I think it could be a good thing. Well, I mean, in some ways, it kind of sounds like, you know, when Zuckerberg created Facebook, it was all about bringing people together and kind of tying the world together. And it feels like with pageants, that's what you were looking to do is kind of take it from the Stone Ages, so to speak, into the modern technology and, you know, bring everybody together. Yeah, 100 percent. It was a lot of work. I mean, like, OK, so I'm a straight guy and I start reaching out to girls on Facebook <laughs> hey, you're a title holder. I, you know, I'm starting a website. Can you please share information with me? And they're like, yeah, right. Creep, right? So <laughs> I'm like, no, I promise. It's a real thing. Um, so there was, there was hurdles there and there was obstacles and no one had ever done anything what I had kind of envisioned, but not coming from any kind of tech background or anything like that. I didn't know. So it was a lot of years of beating my head against the wall. And I remember even people in the industry was like, what is this guy trying to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Some days I thought I knew, but then other days it was like, what am I? 
is this even going to ever work? (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of that too. And then, um, you know, if you just don't give up and you just continue along with this definiteness of purpose of like, no, it's going to work. I'll just figure it out. And you take it one day at a time, it'll eventually work out for you. And that's true in anything. Well, it's been 10 years now. It's the most successful pageant website on the planet. Do you see in the next five years, um, you know, kind of what your vision is right now? Do you have a idea of what we're going to see happen over the next five years on Pageant Planet? Yeah. We haven't even, numbers-wise, we haven't even hit our tipping point yet. Like, this is still really small um, in comparison to the growth opportunities. So this year, we'll, we'll start to hit some serious strides and momentum because for the past pretty much eight years, our biggest efficiency was technology. And the main reason for that was like, technology is really expensive and I just couldn't afford it. And then when I could afford it, I hired the wrong people because I didn't have the background. So the technology really limited us. But now that we have the technology under wraps, we're going to experience some really good momentum this year, which is going to push us into a tipping point next year. But what you're going to see more and more is ultimately we are going to have in our database every girl who's ever competed every director who's ever directed, every judge who's ever judged, every MC who's ever MC'd, and girls will be able to sign up for pageants directly through our portal, um, pay the director and all that, and um, judges will be able to pretty much judge contestants right from our portal. Um, We're launching within the next three months the ability to buy and sell and rent dresses from there. Um, We have a fun little pageant predictions game where you can predict like who's going to win certain pageants and those leaderboards and all that good stuff. And yeah, the, the whole directory profile itself, it's a cross between IMDB, which is the international movie database and Wikipedia. So you can claim your own profiles. You can tag different pageants you've competed in awards that you've won upload, like what dress you wore. You can go to pretty much Miss America's profile page and see every pageant, you know, from, you know, Miss America 19, when this start 1923, please don't quote me on that. All the I way up right. to, you know, okay, all the way up to present day, you can see all these different uh, the pageants and click on there and see the contestants that competed in there too. So this is just the beginning. Um, I have 83 pages right now with new features I'm going to be adding to the pageant. Uh, there's a pageant planet over the next uh, few years, and that list just keeps growing. Well, and I think it's great that you're doing that database because as you and I had talked about, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, uh, faux numbers out there, you know, that there's, uh, you know, say two and a half million girls that compete a year and 100,000 pageants, but there's really no way to verify that number is true. And you're probably one of the only people out there with the, you know, the database and technology that you'll have at your disposal to be able to figure that out. So um, I, I guess for those of you listening, uh, the best thing that we could do for Stephen is just go make a profile. Um, if you compete in pageants, if you had competed, if you're thinking about competing, go go make a profile and it'll help really figure out the, the facts behind those numbers, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you like when you create a profile, especially if you're competing, you unlock a lot of features that's going to help you stay in the know of what you need to know in order to win and succeed. So it, there's not just, um, it really benefits you as well. Now, you say uh, you mentioned at the beginning, you know, being able to work from home and not really having to go to a specific office. How big is your staff now at Pageant Planet? We've got 23 paid staff members um, from writers to sales team to people that manage our box and e-commerce store. And then 
outside of that, we've got tech team, like, you know, accountants, attorneys, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know what the true number is, but I actually just updated our organizational chart. So on my whiteboard here, I've got everybody all kind of listed out because I'm like, how, who works for us again? <laughs> um, so, and I never just, I counted up like it was actually yesterday or the day before. I was like, oh, okay, 23. So I'm looking at the numbers. So that's how I, <laughs> how I knew it right off the top of my head. I was saying 17 for the longest. And I was like, I think we're bigger than that. And so anyway, so I drew it all out. I was like, oh, I was six off. Okay, yeah, we got 23. <laughs> we got a few more than we thought we had. Yeah. Hey, you, you and I got uh, actually a couple of things in common now that you mention it. You know, we're both uh, straight guys contacting girls to try and be part of something that has to do with the fashion world, which is always a challenge. And then number two, uh, we both MC. Talk about all the things that you're doing outside of Pageant Planet with pageantry, um, you know, MC being one of them. Yeah, so, gosh, I MC, I judge, I was the brand consultant for Tony Bowles for several years, so just kind of helped him bridge the gap between pageant girls and um, prom, and when he did that big partnership with Miss America, so I do that, I consult with directors that, like, they get in sticky situations, and they contact us, like, okay, what should I do, um, so it, Traditionally, it goes to my staff, and then it gets escalated up to me if it's not like a common issue. And in essence, just like, okay, well, here's kind of what's best practices based on what we know in the industry. I've done some fun things and kind of also been involved in some accidental conspiracies. Like, so the fun things were like getting Teresa Scanlon, who was the former Miss America, yeah. to compete uh, at Miss World America, which was never done before. And after she did that, Miss America created the rule, like, you're not allowed to <laughs> compete in another pageant after Miss America. So that was accidentally um, implemented because of what I talked Teresa into doing, which she had a great time. There's uh, the, the accidental, like, dramas or controversies that we get into is primarily, like, articles or whatnot that we write that, I mean, I'm not able to see everything that goes out on our social media or articles. It's just it's a full-time job keeping up on the amount of content that's being produced. So that kind of gets us into some trouble sometimes. But whenever it gets in trouble, then you just kind of course correct and say, okay, what new procedure do we have to implement so that nobody puts a crazy title on articles? <laughs> like, it's not good, right? So, and then, like, addition to that, we're doing some having talks, like internal talks with, with um, the people that do Fit, Fab, Fun, like all their boxing boxing and merchandising. Mm -hmm. So we are partnering with them in order to um, take over our box. Um, working with Pandora right now to get our podcast on there. And um, you know this more than, probably more than the average Barrett, but just like what a crossover it is between pageantry and just the entertainment industry as a whole, like actors oh, yeah. and entertainers and all that. So you get to meet a lot of those fun people that, call and seek you out for your advice. So there's different celebrities that I consult with, like their managers or whatever, on best rollout strategies or whatnot. So there's this like consulting element of what I do, whether it be people inside the industry or people related to the industry. And how long have you been doing the awards with Pageant Planet that you, uh, you do in January? Well, it's kind of back to the staff number. Um, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I would say like, five or six years, but that's a total guess. I mean, I could go back and look, but um, like on the live, whenever I was like saying, uh, 
like announcing different uh, awards via Facebook Live. And so it was like five or six years, and another one I would say seven. I'm like, oh crap, no. A few episodes back, I think I said five or six years. I don't know. I got it. But I never think about like going back to say, when did I start this until someone like you asked me a question and I realized I really don't know. But I started <laughs> because nobody else, you know, Pageantry Magazine was the first people to actually start it. Like, and this was, I feel like decades ago, but then they stopped. Um, and I didn't know it at the time, but I just knew that there was no kind of ranking system, no way to really, you know, praise those people like yourself that are doing an outstanding job to really just have the community celebrate the people behind the themes. Like we all celebrate contestants. So um, decided to just create it in the first few years. It was rocky, but now it's really grown into something that I'm even more proud of because it's expanding outside of the, you know, arbitrary number of 50 people that I know that are doing great things. Like other people can nominate like you, like as much success as you've had over the years, I, I wasn't aware of you, you know, because I wasn't at a pageant where you emceed. Sure. And then I saw this video come through. I'm like, oh my, this guy is amazing. And then like all these nominations and reviews. And I'm like, this Tim guy is like, where is that? And like, so we were like really collectively just blown away by just how good and professional you were. And he needs to not only be on the list, he's going to be on top of the list. So um, naturally you got number one for best pageant season of 2018 and it's well-deserved, but it's because of our platform we're able to see different people coming through from like Indonesia, Philippines, pageant coaches from South Africa, all these kinds of things that we never had access before, um, before our platform. Well, number one, thank you for that honor, by the way. It was, uh, it was humbling and honoring. I couldn't be more excited about it. And number two, do you see the awards you may be developing into some sort of uh, award show for the industry, you know, maybe eventually either online or even be broadcast? I do. Um, if I'm to be transparent, so I, I've had a few directors like, you should totally do this. Um, and I haven't yet. And it's because I'm not as familiar, you would think, with arena football team and creating a halftime show, whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not, as, I'm not as knowledgeable in that space. And because so much of our revenue is being reinvested back into Pageant Planet um, from a technical side and just to support the infrastructure of staff and all that. I just don't have the dispendable income to just say, ah, let me throw X amount of dollars at this particular event. So I guess when I can hire somebody that's like an expert in launching events, then it would make sense to do an award ceremony slash like a really massive trade show like they have um, with the fitness community. It would make sense to do something like that. And I feel like our brand is the one that could do something like that because we have that captivated, uh, captivated and uh, global audience. Whereas a lot of the other people, they just try to do it right out the gate. And I'm sure they can have success with it. But I don't know. You almost have to earn your stripes in pageantry for people to trust you and to get behind you. And if you just come right out and you hold an event, people are going to sit back and watch you for years. I mean, gosh, I was churning out three articles a day every day for four years until people really took notice, like on a scale. Yeah, it takes you know? time. And that was, definitely takes yeah. time. Yeah, so I could totally see it turning into to something like that for sure. Well, I just want to say um, you're awesome for what you're doing in the pageant community by connecting everybody and just, you know, kind of being a force, to be honest. I mean, you guys are putting out so much content and connecting people together with coaches and 
um, dress designers and all kinds of different stuff. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, by the way, again, appreciate the award. It was very kind of you guys. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who appreciate you guys as well for, I think you guys give an award away like every day in January. Is that about right? Yeah. And it's a, it was a full-time job putting it all together because after you do the day routines, you got to go through thousands of nominations and look at everybody's profile. And some people have like fake reviews. <laughs> so we have a way to kind of like, wow, this person's amazing. This is like a lot of reviews. And you like, there's ways to find out if somebody has fake reviews. And then you're like, ah, they're fake. Come on. <laughs> they're buying them. So yeah. Yeah. They're buying them or creating them themselves or whatever they're doing. But um, it, it does show though, the legitimacy of the awards and how certain people attempt to hack the system. But yeah, we did. We gave away awards every day in January. That was, you know, a full-time job. But glad to do it, and we'll be thankful to do it next year, too. Well, keep taking care of the pageant world. I'm trying to take care of the girls after the pageant world, and uh, hopefully in the future we can collaborate on some stuff here. Absolutely, Tim. Thank you. Hey, Stephen, thanks, man. Have a great day, okay? Okay, you too, buddy. 